0: Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at this same time, by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Say, are you proud of the way your family car starts? Or are you sometimes embarrassed by the way it moans and groans and grinds when you step on the starter? Well, a bit slow and wheezy, maybe all you need to do is change your oil. Maybe a change to clean, fresh, skelly, tagline, winter oil will give you starts you can be proud of. You see, your old oil, designed for warm weather driving, is probably thick and gummy now. Sticky and heavy like glue won't let your motor turn over freely. Believe me, new weather Tagoline will fix that. It'll protect your motor, too, because Skelly Tagoline is faster flowing, gets up in the motor and lubricates it quicker, and stands up under high speed driving. Now, if you want to get a real kick on a fast start, stop at any Skelly station. Let the boys drain that old oil out, and fill your crankcase with fresh winter Skelly Tagoline. Tell Dad or Mother that, will you, you boys and girls who are listening? Ask them to try Skelly Tagoline winter oil. Say, you'll be proud of the way your family car starts, and your folks will be glad to know you know how to take care of the car. And now, adventure on the ground and in the sky with Captain Midnight. Last time you remember, Captain Midnight made a hazardous change from his tornado pursuit plane... Flown by Chuck Ramsey to the crippled Falcon cabin plane, being flown by Steve Donovan, who was badly wounded by Gunner Thorpe. Standing in front of the 7G Hangar are Fred Boyd, Ma Donovan, and Patsy Donovan, hence with anxiety. Slowly, the crippled ship glides toward the ground. Suddenly, there's a splintering crash. Fred Boyd races out of the field, frame. Quick boys, get to that ship! Come
1: on, boys. David Robertson be killed. Now,
2: please, Mrs. Donovan, don't you and Patsy run out to that wreck. We'll do everything we can. Mr. Boyd, can
1: I do something? Don't you need some water and bandages?
2: Yes, you and your mother go into the
0: office and get that couch ready. There's hot water in the hangar. Get a bucket of that and some clean towels. All right, Fred. Come on,
1: Patsy. Sure, I knew something terrible would come from all this business. Tell us if you want anything else, Mr. Boyd. We'll hear from Dr. Howard now.
2: All right, Patsy, but hurry. Yes, Doctor. Come on, let's run out to that wreck. Right with you. Have you got your emergency bag, Doctor? Yes. How many are in that wreck? Two. Steve Donovan and the new pilot by the name of Red Roberts. Steve, hey? I hope he isn't hurt bad. His mother will take it hard. Well, thank goodness it didn't catch fire. They've got
1: somebody out already. Well, uh, that's gorgeous, Red Roberts, and he's walking too. Boy, Red. Any kind of a land is a good one when you can walk away from right,
2: it. How do you feel, Red? Oh, hello, Fred. I'm all right. I'm worried about Steve. Bud and his men will have Steve out in a minute. This is Dr. Howard, Red. I'm well, glad to know you, Doctor. Good. I'm certainly glad you're here. you better let me look you over. How do you feel? Oh, don't worry about me. All I've got is a few scratches. I've cracked up worse than this lot of What about Steve? I don't know.
0: Lend a hand here and we'll
2: get him out. All right.
1: Be careful now, boys. Take it easy. No right, trouble, bud. He fell forward when the plane crashed and then part of the frame buckled. Here, let me take a look. The mud's
2: right, they can't pull Steve out. Oh, well, I see what's in trouble. Yeah. You got a blowtorch mud?
1: Yeah, I got something better than that. A portable acetylene welding out. Good. Get it here, quick. Be right back. Is there anything we can do for Steve in the meantime, Doctor? I don't believe
2: so, Fred. He's been knocked out. Yeah, it'd be better to leave him that way. If he came to him, I'd start to struggle and make it. Steve, I hope he isn't hurt badly. Well, I don't think he was hurt any in the crash. First hurt before. Yes, I listened to the radio conversation between you and Steve. That was a brave thing you did, Red, changing from your plane to Steve's. Oh, so you're the one who changed plane things. Well, Roberts, my head's off to you. You see that ship flying above? That plane's being flown by Chuck Ramsey, who has only had a bit of flying experience. But if it hadn't been for the way he handled that ship, I'd have been a garnish. Good old chuck. What's he going to do now? Well, he's circling around, waiting for us to get off the field, and he's coming in the land. That's a fast ship for him to land, isn't it? Yes, Fred, it is. But I have a lot of confidence in Chuck. Well, boys, here's the
1: settling torch. All
2: right, bring it here next to the Okay. There she is. Tell your men to quit, Mud. They can't sure. do anything more now.
1: All right, boys, lay off, will you? We've got to try something else. All
2: right, Mud, turn that gas
1: on. Okay, Red. Now, where
2: till I strike a match? There, there she goes. goes. All right, I'll handle it. Just a second I like, get this flame adjusted.
1: There. Now you got a cut and flame.
2: That'll do. Look out now. Here we go.
1: Look at that thing cut. Was well, that flame cutting through that steel as if it were paper. Dave Red, you certainly know how to handle a torch. Thanks,
2: bud. I guess I've done a fair amount of welding. That
1: tube's almost cut
2: through. There. Through. Get hold of that tube now pull out. Right. Come
1: on now, boy. Get hold
2: of this. When I say three, pull out. All right, now. One, two, three. There.
1: Now you've got it. You can pull Steve out now. Grab his shoulders. Easy now. Watch that left leg. Yeah. Now he's coming. There. There, we've
2: got him. Uh, well, what do we do with him, doctor? Take him into the office. I can examine him more easily. All right, there. All right boys to the office, then come back out on the field. All right. You stay here, Mud. I'm going to signal Chuck to come in. Okay, Red. Come into the office as soon as you can. We'll be right in.
1: Hey, Hey, Chuck sees you waving. Yeah, he throttled his engine. Gee, you think he can make it, Red? That's a mighty tough ship for a beginner to land.
2: I don't know, Mud, but there's nothing we can do about it. The kid's in a tough spot. double hard to land that ship from the back seat.
1: Well, hammer me down from the back seat, eh? That sure makes it a tough one.
2: There, he's making his turn. Bank that ship steeper, Chuck. He's
1: slipping.
2: Oh, he's just not used to such a fast ship. Watch it, Chuck, watch
1: what? it. Now he's got a bank for. Good work, Chuck. Keep it steady. Here he comes. He's going to make it. Quick, Quick Chuck, level her out. There, he's bringing the wing up. Now he's all right. Oh, he's still going too fast. Come on, Chuck, get those wheels down. Here they come. There, she's hitting. Hey, he's going too fast. Clap on those brakes, Chuck! That's the stuff, Chuck. Ah, he's made it! See, Red, he's made it!
2: Great work, Chuck. Come on, bud, Grab that wing.
1: Okay, Red.
2: That was a fine landing, Chuck. I was afraid you weren't gonna make it. God,
1: yeah, so was for a second. How's he? We don't know
2: yet. They carried him into the office. Have you shut off the gas?
1: Yeah, it's shut off, Rick. Well, clean my carbon if you didn't pull a fine landing Chuck, Why don't watch you anybody think you was an old warring? Yeah, I had my troubles, though, Iggy. Especially on that last turn. I didn't think I was going to make
2: it. Well, these ships have a little wing area. They lose altitude fast.
1: Now, yeah, I'll cut the switches.
2: All right, come on now. Hop out of that cockpit, and we'll go and see how Steve is.
1: Okay, Rick. Gee, I sure hope Steve isn't hurt badly. Hey, listen, you guys.
2: Do you hear anything? Seems to me like I hear an airplane.
1: Yeah, gosh, I don't hear anything. My ears are still ringing for my own engine. Flame and floodlights, I think. You're right, Rhett. That is a plane. Well, which direction is it? It Seems to come from the north.
2: That's right. It does come from that
3: direction.
1: Oh, blades and beacons, look up there. To the right of that white cloud, I can see it. I can't hear it. Well, hammer me down, Chuck, if you ain't right. Oh, what could he be doing? I can't make out what kind of a plane it is. Anyway, it doesn't look like it has black wings.
2: Oh. Oh, it looks more like a 7G ship.
1: Looks like an open cockpit job to me. Oh, maybe we better take off and see, Rick. It's too
2: late for that now, Chuck. See? He's heading north.
1: Oh, who in the world could that be? There aren't any 7G ships in the air, are there? No, not a single one, Chuck.
2: I don't like this, Chuck looks like a plane we've seen before.
1: Well, what do you mean, Red?
2: Remember one time we left the ship out on this field so a certain person could escape?
1: Chimney crickets. You mean Connorthorpe?
2: I mean the plane he blew away that day.
1: Gee, do you suppose it's the same one?
2: I don't know. But if it is, well, it makes things look bad.
1: Hey, it's none of my business, but what are you guys talking about? I'm
2: sorry, Mud. We haven't got time to tell you about it now. We've got to get this tornado to our secret landing field right away before something else goes wrong.
1: Okay, I'll jump in the rear cockpit.
2: Are you coming right back? Mud? you run over and tell the doctor to do everything he can for Steve. Chuck and I will be back in a little while with that Falcon we took off in. You tell Fred, too.
1: Okay, Red. Hurry back.
2: Ready, Chuck? We have no minute to lose.
1: Field's all clear.
2: Okay, Chuck. We're off.
0: Ivan Sharks tied up an hour later. The criminal is in his study. Suddenly.
3: That's uh, and Gordo went to video. Tell them to come in, Fang. this time, Chief? Yeah. Very well. Let me have the news. Your uh, pilot, Clegg, flew the 7G plane down there, Black Gulch. He saw the tornado pursuit plane land on the Black Gulch field, and then he returned here. Is ah, that so? Very good. But, uh, have you heard Slink's report on the radio messages? Uh, no, Chief. I haven't seen Slink. Hmm. They were very, very interesting indeed. Hey, uh, Chief, was Red Roberts flying the train that crashed? Yes. We overheard a radio conversation which proved that. Roberts was in the front cockpit, and we have every reason to believe that Chuck Ramsey was in the rear. Well, where did that tornado come from? The 7G company don't have any ship like that at Black Gulch. That, gado oh, is something we must find out. But if my guess is right, it is easily explained. Well, what are you getting at, Chief? You do not know, I suppose, that Red Roberts changed from the tornado plane to the ship Steve Donovan was flying. He did.
1: You, you mean Roberts changed in midair from his plane to that crippled one that Donovan was flying?
3: That's exactly what I mean, Barlow. Well, what did he do that for? Well, when Thorpe dove on Donovan. He evidently wounded him. Oh. He succeeded in flying his ship as far as Black Gulch Field. But all the time, he was getting weaker. Fred Roberts changed to his plane and landed it for him. Well, what do you know about that? Yeah. We have not only lost that gold shipment, but Roberts has also made it difficult for us to capture any more. Yeah. Say, this Roberts is causing us a lot of trouble. Yeah, we sure got to do something about him. If we do not do something about him, he will do something about us. Did you know he crippled Thorpe's plane so badly that he could hardly fly it back here? Yeah. Yeah, I talked to Thorpe that his plane was shot up bad. It hey, is for Roberts is sure some pilot. And you still tell me his name is Roberts. Well, well, he sure ain't Captain Midnight. No, he can't be. No, he can't be Captain Midnight. And yet, there is only one pilot in the world capable of the deeds this Robert has performed. I tell you, Roberts has tricked us. He must be Captain Midnight. And thus forgive
0: Ivan Sharks suspicion that Roberts is really Captain Midnight has been brought to a white heat. What will he do? What's going on at Black Gulch Field? Is Steve Donovan seriously hurt? The grim struggle between Ivan Shark and Captain Midnight grows ever more tense. What will happen next? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now you boys and girls, you want to do your dad a big favor, well, if you do, remind him he shouldn't wait a day longer to get winter gear lubricants for the family car. You see, every car needs special winter gear lubricants in cold weather. Cold weather makes summer gear lubricants too stiff and solid to lubricate properly. And then the gear shift lever sticks. It's hard to shift. And even more important, the gears themselves run partly dry. And after a while... You hear a sort of a humming noise, and you know the car's gears are wearing out. But then it's too late to do much about it. So to be safe, your family car should have winter gear lubricants now. And of course, every friend of Captain Midnight would like to have Skelly gear lubricants. I know. Skelly gear lubricants let your car shift easily. And keep it safe and smooth. And keep it safe and smooth and quiet all winter. So tell that. He ought to get Skelly Winter Gear Lubricant for his car right away. And listen tomorrow, same time, same station, for further adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What will Ivan Shark's next move be in the grim struggle against Captain Midnight? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly man, Saying goodbye and Happy
1: Landing!